0: Hey guys, episode 2. I'll go ahead and warn you now. I will probably get interrupted again, but I will get as much of this out as I can before the grandbaby comes home. So, hey, this is Gina, Crone Diaries. Thanks for listening. So, where I was with the last, where I left off and got interrupted by the baby... I was talking about when my mother passed away and was about to tell a story about my childhood so and and about having a bad childhood at that. I was mailed a box of belongings from my grandmother um, a couple of years ago. Um, My grandma died in 2008. Um, Very, very, very traumatic for me. Well, um, she was the first in a series of people dying but you know that's we'll talk about her another day but I was mailed a box of her belongings and I found some letters that I had written her over the years and this one was written um, I don't even remember exactly when I don't remember the date on it right currently but It was written on a three-by-five, like, what are those things called? Uh, Index cards. And I was telling her how much I loved her and how much I couldn't wait to come out there this summer because I used to spend, like, entire summers with her. Um, But I signed off the letter telling her that, well, I've got to go because I have to ride my bicycle around the house ten times or something like that. Because I ate a can of pineapple. Like, my mom, well, I was the product of an affair. I'll just go ahead and start that story for you. I was the product of an affair. Uh, My mom was a soda jerk working at a drugstore in Jacksonville, Arkansas. And the man who would impregnate her was... A traveling construction worker and was the foreman on a job site, they were building an apartment complex behind this drugstore. I've seen pictures of my mom during this time, you know, this was like 70, 71, 72, something like that. I was born in 73, so I would say it's, you know, 71, 72. Beautiful. You know, skinny, legs up to there, the the perfect little beehive haircut, or, you know, just she was the package, so I get it, but, you know, he would come in there and eat lunch, I guess, and one thing led to another, and, well, he was married and had two sons at the time, and I don't know if the story's true. I was told that she came and tried to, the wife actually came and tried to shoot my mama, um, but then again, you know how stories go, but, and so it was backwoods fucking Arkansas in 19, you know, late 72, early 73 and you have a baby out of wedlock. And so my mom's younger sister lived in Nashville, the way the story goes. and. Uh, she came with me at, you know, I don't know, I was itty bitty to Arkansas, I mean, to Tennessee and met my aunts, her little sister's next door neighbor. And he had custody of a little boy that was four years older than me. And so one thing led to another. They hook up, get married, he adopts me. And, and I tell you all that to tell you this, um, I was forever in and then on out known as Don's adopted daughter, and you know, I ate my feelings. I was a chunky little kid, you know. I've been a big girl my whole life. <laughs> Looking back on that now, I see, you know, why I ended up eating my feelings and never wanted to be anything other than a mama and a wife and You know, like I say, there's so much knowledge that I have gained just being insightful about myself that I was raised differently. I was set apart and I was told pretty much my entire childhood that, well, if you just lose some weight, I'll buy you a whole nother wardrobe. If you just lose some weight, if you just lose some weight, you know, they drove that into me my entire life and it never really worked. And I did get skinny at one point in my early 20s, but it was cocaine. I mean, there's no reason to lie. Hey, part three. Damn it. Sorry, my phone rang. Uh, I do this on my phone because I'm not. um, Well, I mean, I could do it on my laptop, but it's easier for me to just do it on my phone and be done with it. So, yeah. I I did get skinny once like I said in my 20s in my early 20s it was it was cocaine and alcohol and being miserable and you know that was a whole nother lifetime and oh yeah another lifetime ago glad we're not there anymore and that just bounced off my little floaty so but um you know it was lose weight lose weight lose weight and by the time I turned sixteen, and you know my parents were kinda very much hands off. I pretty much did what I wanted as long as I worked a job. They really didn't say anything to me um, but you know it was it was still crappy there was no if there was no affection in my life at all. there was no nothing but criticism, nothing but you know and i I'm <laughs> I'm the epitome of daddy issues. But again, you know, those are stories for other days. Um, but back to the original story. Sorry, I wonder sometimes. I wander. But, um, you know, my mom dying really sealed the deal for me as far as, oh shit. Um, I'm kind of on my own because just to add insult to fucking injury the you know the day we the the day we went to the funeral home to bury my mama the man who adopted me when I was eight months old and raised me my entire life looked me in the eye and said that bitch is finally dead I don't have to deal with you ever again and didn't talk to me again for the next uh, 12 months which you know whatever but there's you know, a whole lot of pent up drama about that. So And by the way, if the music in the background is being picked up, I do not own the rights to any of this music. This is being played on my paid for Spotify account. Yada yada disclaimer, disclaimer. But oh, wow and I forgot where I was. So <laughs> Um, but yeah, he told me all of that and then I didn't talk to him and then about six months later he died. Um, my little brother found him dead in his bed after a heart attack. And so my grandmother died in 2008, my mom died in 2009, my, the man that I was raised as my dad died in 2011 and then I found my biological father in there somewhere and he died in 2016 and then yeah here we are um I'm all grown up now so I just I, I look forward to talking with you guys don't leave me messages Uh, Shout out to the one girl, or the one listener that I have so far. I appreciate you, and I'm just, like I said, just talking. These are things that I need to get out, and it'll be very cathartic for me to know that people do listen, Um, because yeah, there's just, (laughs) being all is great. I'm more content and more happy right now at this point in my life than I've ever been in, ever and I, I finally feel like that I'm comfortable I'm comfortable in my own skin it's like you know I, I would like to lose a little bit of weight yeah I would like to be more healthy I would like for my knees not to hurt like they do I would like to not have a slip disc in my back but I'm happy and that's something that I never thought it would ever be. And I want other people to be happy too. So I figure if I tell my story of how I stood up and, and found my power that maybe this will resonate with some of you guys. And... Through me telling my story. It will help you stand up. And and find your power. And and learn how to just. Shake all this stuff off. And keep walking. Because. In in reality. That's what you got to do. You got to keep getting up. You got to keep moving. You got to. The biggest problem that I see. Of my friends and my acquaintances. And everybody in my life. Is nobody knows how to process things, nobody knows how to, nobody has coping skills, they, something will happen, something bad will happen, and they just wallow in it, and, you know, three, four days, you know, five, six days, like, me and my husband first got together this time, you know, I, man, I was a hot mess, with two hot mess kids that they were 9 and 15 when we first got together and we used to have some doozies boy let me tell you um I will not shut up I will not back down I will not stop talking um, until I feel like you've heard me because I spent my whole life not being heard and I spent my whole life bouncing and being abused and not being properly loved and not being properly dealt with or talked to and it's it's just made me now at this point you are going to back off and leave me alone or I'm just gonna sidestep you and keep going because you know all the way back to I don't have time for anything that causes me emotional distress you know we can fight we can fuss whatever but when it's done it's done like I don't even want to talk about it again it's done you know, I, I've thought about that a lot and is it's like, is that compartmentalizing my problems or is that avoidance or is that just me being a product of my raising in that I have just, I have always had to get up. I've been raising kids for 23 years and 13 of those years, I was in horrible relationships, I was, you know, the 13 of those, those years, I was being abused, um, six of those years, I was getting beat up almost daily, and I, I just, you gotta get up, you gotta keep going, you gotta, 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 you gotta do, because you can't depend on anybody to do for you, and, and I never had that, I always knew if my children were going to eat, it was because I fed them. If my light bill got paid, it was because I worked the hours to pay the light bill. There was no, you know, even going through two husbands. My first husband, bless his heart, um, I don't really have anything bad to say about him other than I grew up and he didn't. And at a very pivotal point of our relationship, I, I had to we were both working night shift and we were doing fine and then we had the baby which that's my oldest when she came we didn't have any babysitters and I had to put her in daycare and that meant I had to take a day shift job I took a day shift job he stayed on his night shift job and we just drifted apart um and then I moved on and Picked the absolute worst person that I could have ever picked. Um, I'm almost ashamed to admit this, but you know, long hair, olive skin, played guitar, drove a Camaro. Um, I just, I, I don't. My brain just stopped working, and for 13 years, I wasn't able to get my brain back. But I finally did, and I'm finally. Like I don't even know what happened there. That was, I just lost my mind one day and just snapped. And so many people talk to me and tell me, Gina, how did you end up like that? How did you end up caught in that cycle and stuck in that loop? You are so strong and you are so dominant and you are so just on your game. Like it's hard to, it's hard for them to imagine me Ever being a battered spouse. And. But I was. And. Yeah. We grow. We mature. We learn. And I've got so much to tell you guys. I'm going to go ahead and publish these two little episodes. And I'm going to sign off for tonight. I promise I'll try to bring more soon. But the baby's home. And it's about to get really loud here. So. Signing off, current diaries. Bye, guys.